Well, there, there's a reason we call it death piles and taxes. It's because i got a whole load of stuff that I just need to list, and I haven't been doing it. Well, Adam, you're not alone. That's why people are listening right now. I know that they're just tiptoeing around them death piles all around their houses and apartments. It's real fun to buy, but it kind of stinks to sell. So what can I do about it, buddy? Well, you're in luck. Uh, we partnered with a great company called Sellhound. And what they're going to do is they're going to list all your death piles for you. They'll do the work for you. Oh, I love it when people do the work for me. How do I get in on that deal? Well, first off, they're going to let you try it. First two are free on the house. After that, man, they got simple plans. They're just going to make it easy. You take a few pictures, you send it over to them, and they do all the work. That sounds really too easy, and I've used it myself. It's awesome. D-Roy, what do our listeners have to do to take advantage of this? Just do Death Piles 25, Death Piles, all capital letters, at the end when you're signing up for your payment. So, and you'll save 25% off whatever plan you go with. That sounds awesome. Get on there, start listing, start selling so you can go out and buy some more stuff. Well, folks, it's that time of the week again. Uh, welcome into Death Piles and Taxes. This is going to be a very interesting, very special episode. We got a lot to cover. Uh, like they used to say, the smoking the bandit, we got a long ways to go and a short time to get there, so... Hunker on in. Uh, we got in studio uh, Mr. Michael Benjamin Painter. Hello. We got Adam or Frederick Adam Beasley. Whoa. And uh, via recorded line, Skype in is uh, well. I do we call it? We'll just call you Pelican. What I said, Pelican. B W. I'll take it. Don't want a man to lose his job, but uh, we've got some good husky sections recorded down. I think. We'll find out what the feedback is with that. I enjoyed them. And it's, it's that week, boys. It's death piles and taxes. If somebody told me how my week was last week, I'd have called you a dirty liar. I don't want to get... Well, I guess we'll get right into it. I mean, we've had an amazing week. There, there's been some uh, interesting twists and turns. Um, Derek had an opportunity through down some big... We're talking big league numbers. Uh, there, were, there were several digits, lots and lots of zeros... Um, and, and getting into that, uh, like it says, it's the death piles and taxes. We all will pass away. We had a great pass away this last uh, week. Jerry Sloan uh, here in Utah, he, he was great, you know, a lot of things. But he did pass away. Going back to the special bonus episode, Derek is sitting on a huge amount of memorabilia, and he listed that, and he had one individual in particular that says, I want you to come see me with the good stuff. Uh, yeah, national national icon, local treasure. Uh, God bless Jerry Sloan, the only person that could shout those words in my grandma's living room and be praised for it. <laughs> Anyone else got some, some kind words before we move on for Jerry? If you I, haven't I, listened I, to the Jerry Sloan Hall of Fame speech, Jerry Sloan Hall of Fame speech lately, well worth it. Well worth it. Go put it in your Google machine. I put I put a little quote from him at the end of our last episode. Don't know who caught it, who didn't. But anyways, praise man. Uh, I bought the, the lot of uh, <laughs> I bought a lot of, of his goods and uh, go into detail on that on a previous uh, death piles and taxes episode. Actually had a few numbers go up with that a little bit I think because of that. So uh, the man's passing away. It's Memorial Weekend. You gotta start listing stuff. So I got a little heavy into it more on the local scene. I was putting up the balls. I was putting up, you know, just random stuff like Adam was saying. And I have a man contact me and says, you know, I, I want this Western Conference uh, signed ball. And I was asking, I think fifteen hundred thousand something for it. And he, he said, what else do you got? And that's the that's the magic question because 
you're opening up Pandora's box on that one. I, I got a lot of stuff. <clears throat> so I kind of gave him the rundown. I said, you want everything? You want just some of the good stuff? You know, he said, well, I'll just bring over a lot of stuff. And uh, gives me a, an address, and we're talking, you know, we're talking good sums of money. Derek had to go get the um, safety deposit box key. And go, yeah, visit visit hidden storage areas and, uh, you know, under under array of, of nightlight so no one was to detect where uh, all the goods are buried. But and, and this is no exaggeration on this. Um, so I got the phone call. He says, hey, man, what are you doing tomorrow around, you know, 2 o'clock? I said, well, I don't know. You tell me. He says, can you meet me at this guy's office? He asked me to bring the good stuff, and you just never know if you're going to run into a, a meth head, if you're going to, you know, run into <laughs> That's the, a story for later, too. <laughs> run into the, you know, you don't know if you're going to the, the good part or the, the nasty, stabby part of Ogden. You just don't know. So he brought me in as backup. Well, I mean, if I'm going to get shot, I'm going to bring Adam with me because Adam gets a little mouthy sometimes, so I know he's going to take the first bullet for me. <laughs> I can probably get out and get help by then, but... Uh, no, you need back some situations. You don't want to go in alone. Um, also, Adam's a good icebreaker. I'm, I'm pretty good on a podcast around people I know, but I understand that when I first meet somebody, it takes me a little while to grease them gears and get warmed up most of the time. So. Well, you look like an ex-convict. And I kind of look a little sketchy Work sometimes. Well, you know, <laughs> grandmother said the same thing, but that was when the wagon was full. So I get meeting with this guy, and I have Adam bring in the help me bring in the goods. Got a couple uh, couple boxes, and we got. You know, side balls. I got Hall of Famer uh, finals jerseys. I got shoes. You had the Carmelo, the, the John Stockton Dream Team shoes. I got things Adam had never seen before, so he was kind of happy about it. There, there was some plethora of items, and I thought, man, oh, why didn't you let me get a chance to get this stuff? Hey, it's your lucky day here in a minute. So, <laughs> so we go in, and the guy's not there, but it's a nice facility. It's uh, some sort of a healthcare. I don't know. He owns a, a nice facility. Uh, he brings us back into a, a boardroom with a, a big old nice nice table. So I said to myself, I said, "Self, this guy's got got some money. You know, you can kind of evaluate situations." And so we kind of start down the negotiating process. I'm showing him everything. He says, "Well, how do I know you're not just real good on a sharpie?" And uh, by the time I bring out the Christmas card from Carl Malone's family, it's just you don't fabricate yes. certain things, right? I mean, there's just no way that you can. Fake those things, the parking passes, I mean, the stat sheets. There was just too much stuff. So he got into some details, like how did you get this, where did you find this stuff? Because when I found it, it's kind of one of those unbelievable stories. And that's where I said you listen to Death Piles and Taxes, and you can hear it all up, buddy. I'll be back in an hour because I'm tired of telling this story to you. But uh, no. no, we just went into detail and told them how things worked and where we got it. And I don't want to give too much away because then it's like, well, you got this for $0.10 cents and you try and sell it for, for $200. You know, you kind of get that. So uh, long story short, everything was out on the table, and uh, he wanted to know, well, if I was to go all in and buy everything, what are, what are, what are we talking about here? I thought he might just want a couple of things. He kind of slipped and said, so for that ball, you want $10,000. I said, no, for that, that ball, I was asking uh, $1,500 on eBay. I'd sell it to you for $1,000, but we had a lot of other memorabilia items. So, so he let a number slip, so I knew in his head already he'd calculate it to the 10000 mark. You know, it was kind of that negotiation. Adam's just telling him how cool things are. Go ahead, Billy. A guy says, you want 10000 for that ball, and you said, no, I only want 1000 well, I'm going big picture, right? That and that's that's where exactly where I went, and I knew this guy had some dollar bills in his pocket, and that's when he was in, enamored by this other basketball that Derek didn't even have with him, and, and Derek kept going into details about 
well, it's not that great. It's it's getting used. I mean, it's really worn. There was a, there's a bottle that's been sitting in Jerry Sloan's uh, barn. barn for probably 20 decades. The only name I could really make out was Theodore Blue Edwards. It had dirt on it. It looked like the grandkids had used it every Sunday to go out and play in the rain and the mud. And I told him I don't have that one because it's it's not really that valuable. And he seemed enamored by, I need to get this to give to my buddy. And where's this ball at? And I said, oh, we'll throw it in the package, man. But, like, look, at this is a freaking uh, finals backrest that Michael Jordan might have sat on. Well, I got a Blue Edwards basketball you could have. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> so, going from this guy's reaction, and, and Derek's, he has this stuff, and I think he just has so much that he forgets. So I brought up a few other items. I brought up the uh, the special Jerry Sloan jock strap. And I was wanting the jock strap, and I had it up on eBay, and it had a lot of views. It had a lot of watchers at the time. So I had it up for for a hundred dollars. I put yeah. a special post out there so our people could watch it, and I had to take it down because this guy makes me an offer on the on the lot. So now. Anyway, we'll get into that. So, yeah, the guy says $10,000, but I'm seeing bigger picture. If he's willing to pay $10,000 for a basketball, what's he going to pay for the big package? And if I say, yeah, cash, let's just go, he's going to feel screwed. It's not going to work out long term. I'm going to be trying to pack up uh, boxes and stuff while he realizes what he's done. And, mm-hmm. and, and like I said, Derek has so much stuff, he, he didn't realize it. And going back to the episode, I mean, we're talking over 30 banker boxes full of different items. <laughs> I mean, we're talking, there's a huge plethora of items, and I was trying to help the lot size. I mean, because this guy threw down some big numbers, and Derek will get into that negotiation part, but I wanted to make sure that he understood this is not everything. There is a lot more to this, and uh, that's where Derek really got into some details. The guy asked him what he's into it. You know, Derek threw out a, a pretty big number. And the guy says, well, will you take 15 for it? Well, well, let me go back to my negotiation tactic on that, too. The guy asked, well, I'm into it. Now, obviously, like Pelkin says, um, it's not a lot if you believe it, right? <laughs> like your time's worth something, too. So I might have uh, added a little extra dollar amount to what I was into it. Well, that's because you you put a lot of time and effort, and you found the items. I mean, there's literally been hundreds well, of hours speak. of research. And the guy says... Stu, you don't start a negotiation like this. I'm not a very good poker player. So let's, you know, just cut to the chase. Because then you're just telling me, well, you have the upper hand here, sir. Somewhat. So uh, anyway, I felt a little confident with that because I'm like, well, I'm not here to BS you or whatever either. But, like, I'm not going to walk out with, uh, you know, feeling like I got my tail between my legs as well. So the guy throws out, you know, what you want for everything. And I said, and then uh, you could have knocked down down with a feather about this point. I said, well, I'd like 20 grand. That's exactly $20,000. And he says, well, okay, well, uh, I was thinking more fourteen or 15000 And I said at that point, well, I'll, I'll do that, but I'm going to take back the, uh, the shoes. I had two Dream Team, Carl Malone and John Stockton shoes, mm-hmm. and there's a Sports Illustrated that was that's signed by Carl Malone that says, Personalized message. Uh, to Coach Sloan, you know, MVP year, thanks, Carl Malone, whatever. And so he said, well, why, why would you want those items out of everything you got here for, for that sum? And I said, well, because these uh, Michael Jordan shoes just sold at auction for, you know, over half a million dollars. Now, I understand as much as the next guy that John Stockton and Carl Malone are not Michael Jordan. However, uh, if that's going for half a mil, I figure that these Dream Team shoes, you know, they're up there in value. Yeah, they're, they're two worth- top 20 players, right? 
Uh, depends on what's list you're at. You can say the best point guard, the best power forward, True the power first forward. or second. You could argue the points. That's a whole other podcast for a whole other day. But they're Hall of Famers. They were on the Dream Team. Dream Team's known to, you know, have done some good business around the world. Uh, associated with Michael Jordan. So, anyway, the guy kind of looks at me. And, uh, Adam, I, I guess you can take it from here. So, again, imagine this. I mean, this guy, he, he has no idea who we are. We literally, he found us on, on the marketplace. We show up to his office with some unbelievable items. And, uh, you know, the guy says, hey, you know, I've got a lot of clients. Um, you know, what can I do with this? And he wanted to give some items to some people. Anyways, he mentioned that he has a, a financial person and I'm like, hey, what's this guy's name? And, and he said it. And needless to say, I knew the individual. And, and he was like, what do you mean you know this guy? And I said, yes, I know him. And we actually got on a, a FaceTime call with the guy. So Adam Adam says, let's call him up. And he can vouch for us that uh, we're authentic. We're the real deal. And the guy, which is kind of going to come back to ironic, he said, well, he can vouch that my money is good, <laughs> that this check will clear. And... <laughs> And so Adam gets the guy on FaceTime. They they him and hot up, and uh, don't tell him exactly what we're doing because he wants to give him some gifts or whatever. But basically, vouch for each other, and and so I mean Adam has to get going to his grandma's birthday party about this point. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going. Nana turned eighty, so we had to get out of there. So basically, the guy says, "Well, how's this going to go down?" And uh, he obviously didn't have twenty grand in cash there about his person, which I I, I play this differently today than I did. Uh, four or five days ago, but you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. And I left at that moment because I had to get there. And the guy came back and wrote Derek a twenty thousand dollar check and said, "Let's wait till it clears." And then Derek says he'd get all his stuff together. So well, well, Adam, Adam's shortchanging himself here. Adam says, "Well, this is how it's going to go, Bob." He said, "But this is how it's going to go. If you write him a check, well, I first said cashier's check, and the guy was little, whatever." Adam said, well, if you write him a check, he's taking all the stuff. You're not holding on to not, not one uh, no, not one strand of a pom-pom will stay here with you. We're not leaving this, this uh, <laughs> finals basketball with you. Carl Malone's jersey, not even the Pat Riley you know, signed. Thing. Rod Hundley. These items are not staying here with a check. Yeah, I told him to go get a cashier's check. with the jock strap. No, the strap wasn't even there. Oh, Adam okay. just threw that in the deal. Yeah, we, we weren't going into <laughs> just that. Just filler. And then I said, what do you want? He said, I want everything. So uh, anyway, so the agreement was he wrote me a check for the $20,000. Uh, I loaded up the wagon to go back home. Um, Adam called me several times afterwards saying, what just happened? I called my wife saying, you won't believe what just happened. And uh, we, we took our, our check down, got put it at the bank. And I said, no, listen, I just sold a guy a lot of, a lot of goods here, some sports memorabilia. What happens if, uh, you know, I'm just like, do I just do I cash this? What's the procedure here to get, get my money and I want it now? And they said, well, it's going to take a couple days to clear, and it should be good by Monday, which is coming up here in about three days. And so I'm thinking everything's great. I'm, uh, you know, I'm farting through silk, going through house, house by house, and I'm walking around like cock of the walk. So um, you can tell by the tone that we're, we're taking, this This goes a little, little south. guy... Uh, sends me a message back and said, hey, man, my business partners uh, weren't so keen on what just happened. They didn't know about it. And he did write it on a company check, but I'll, I'll back it personally if uh, if they won't. And so I'm, I'm okay. Still a little hesitant, but so I'll get everything together. Once it clears, come drop it off at your house. So for the next couple of days, 
I'm, I'm getting everything because we took a small fraction. So my front room looks like, uh, you know, Jerry Sloan's barn of, of 1996 era. Or probably 99, actually, because there was some, you know, things from 98, 97 season. But anyway, so it comes back and there's a hold on the check. And I, I call up Adam. I'm like, what, what's oh, going on here? What's this mean? Anytime you get a hold on a check, that's not good. And uh, so then I contact the guy. I'm like, listen, buddy, like, what's what's the deal here? It's uh, waiting for it to clear. I've been putting stuff together. And uh, I guess I could read it verbatim, but I'll just I'll just say it how I feel it because, you know, me reading it's like, yeah, it's, it's painful for some. So, <laughs> so the deal went south real fast. So the guy basically says, well, I, I can't I can't do it. My business partners weren't, weren't too happy about it. And uh I said, well, we kind of had an agreement there. You know, I took the check. I mean, I have a bounce check fee. I've been putting stuff together, and and I, I'm, we're still out to, to lunch on some of it. But he said, well, how much are you out? And I said, well, well it's hard to tell because Jerry Sloan died that day. I don't know what the income. He said, what was your loss of income? I said, I have no clue what's going to sell on eBay. So before you, what's not. Before you throw out some numbers, we have two extremely highly educated uh, individuals here, way more than myself and D-Roy. Oh, okay. I was going to ask who. <laughs> I mean, I mean, formally. I mean, not, not ways of the world, but we both have uh, Master Painter and, and Master Pelican here. Um, so this is going to bring in the ethic version. So this is where I want Pelican, I want your input. So... The, the breach of contract was $20,000, and then the question now becomes the timing, the potential loss of revenue, and, and this guy feels bad. Like I says, we have a personal acquaintance, which next time I go to a jazz game in the suite, I, I know it's going to be brought up. Which is ironic because he brings him in to vouch for his, his uh, credibility of his check clearing, and then now it did not did not clear. So Say something about his accountant. <laughs> he did ask his accountant to give him write some stuff. So I wish I was his accountant. So, so Pelican, as that, what do you think should happen on this individual's behalf to uh, to make things right for D-Roy? Well, how do you think that he should take care of it? Is there a financial obligation? What do you think the next move should be? For him or for Derek? For for him and then for Derek, how can his reaction be? So, I don't, I don't know what he should do, and maybe that bridge is already gone. But if I was Derek, I would, uh, I would just graciously accept defeat, uh, because I think by doing that you keep whatever, uh, whatever, uh, can't think, whatever post are still holding that bridge up. You keep them intact, because you never know. One day in the future, the guy might call him and say, "Hey, you were real fair with me." Let's go back and revisit some of this stuff, um, you know. And and if if the guy sounds genuine, I mean, you guys are married. Uh, you know what it's like that sometimes you know that something's the right thing to do, but then you get told that it's not. Uh, so maybe that's where he's at. He still feels down in his heart that it was a good good idea for him, a good value. Um, but he's just being overruled at this moment. But if you burn the bridge, that bridge is gone. Uh, if you if you keep that that band alive a little bit you never know how it's going to come back to benefit you oh i like that uh painter well i i think i'm not quite as forgiving as pelican um i i think going forward derek what i what i would do though definitely if you ever get in this situation again is i i think i'd ask for some earnest money down if somebody's acting like they're gonna walk out with all your stuff or, or ready to place and you know they want to purchase everything i mean i'd probably ask you know something like that i'd ask for 
$5,000 there on the spot. And, you know, if the, if the check if the check clears, you can take that out of the, the total amount. If not, it's, you know, they're kind of SOL. Um, it's kind of along Pelican's lines, though. I mean, if, if, if you're not DOA right now, you know, maybe there's something you can kind of foster still and you can work with the guy and, and maybe you can sell some of it or maybe his partners Ooh, come around. I like that. You know, something something along those lines. Don't burn a bridge. You might need to walk over it. Sound advice from from the the two masterpieces. Um, that's why we bring that's why we bring him in. Um, Wild played out. He was kind of blaming Corona. I said, dude, we're we're all dealing with this Corona stuff. It's, there's nothing new to just your business. And uh, I said, I'm I'm out. You know, whatever my my. Uh, I don't know if they're going to charge me for a bounce check down at the bank, but I'm not too happy to go have that discussion at the time. And I said, and also, you know, I, I've been putting this stuff together, pulled it all off eBay. The uh, the time that Jerry Sloan died, whether you like it or not, that's that's your prime opportunity to sell a lot of this stuff. So he's he's wondering why I'm out financially, and and we threw some numbers back and forth, but but really at the, at the thick of it, he said, well, if I give you if I give you a check for three thousand um, dollars, what's that do for you? I said, well, it makes me sleep a little better. You don't have to do that, obviously. I mean, I just want whatever fees I'm out to be covered. But, you know, realistically, I was hoping to sell the stuff. And he said, well, uh, what, what's your address? I'll, I'll, send you, I'll send you a check for 3 k And I did say, well, I mean, it needs to clear before I'm going to accept this thing. So um, I kind of felt like uh, Donald J. Trump's uh, lady friends at the time, just go away, here's some money, but go ahead, Adam. <laughs> wow. Um I, I think you you saw the same thing there, Pelican. I mean, if so, if the guy says I'm going to give you three thousand dollars, I feel like I should probably give the guy something. I'll throw the guy a bone, right? Give him some memorabilia, you know, maybe not the the, the good stuff, but still make the guy feel good, saying, "Hey, man, I'm sorry I wasted your time, your energy. I'm still going to pay you three thousand dollars, but here's a few items, right? Was that the right thing to do, Pelican?" Absolutely. I, I think, hey, I'm willing to give you three grand, and you turn around and, you know, you don't say the number, but you say, okay, I'm willing to give you $200 worth of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's where uh, I was talking with Adam about this a little bit yesterday. I gave a painter a call. We were having a heads up on some other sports stuff going on and, and got into it. But uh, basically, that, that thorough Bailey ball that's been sitting out at the barn that I wouldn't give to uh, Pelican's dog is going to be a proud owner. <laughs> if nothing else, uh, we thought we'd throw it and sweeten the pie a little bit, but we'll see how that plays out in weeks to come. Uh, checks in the mail. See if that three thousand dollars really counts. Yeah, yeah. I said, I said, you got the Venmo. This is before we did any of this. He told me he was old school, didn't do Venmo, but then when we saw him, he was he was a younger gentleman that has some money. So cash money always speaks. Like Painter said, uh, you know, that's a version that we learned, and and I, I learned a little bit from it, and we used that later on this week. In fact, just yesterday, Derek and I had another large opportunity that involved a lot of numbers. Yeah, well, let's get into that one after the break, because yeah. that's a whole other uh, fish of a different tale. Let's wrap, wrap up this Jerry Sloan yeah, stuff. I, so. I think the cash money is a good you know, good advice. I, I try to pay with a lot of things with cash. Uh, I just unfortunately, a lot of people don't take $1 bills. So. Well, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's working the weekends down the Jiggly Hut. Um, <laughs> then girls tip out well. Security guy. I mean, when you can't help, you got to do something. You got to put food on the table. The guy's a hardworking man, and he's got a family and, and kids to feed. So I, I appreciate your hustle there, Belly. Um, what, what it comes down to is, you know, when you're talking those large numbers, I guess cashier's check or taking some sort of collateral is probably the way to go. I understand that somebody probably doesn't have 20 grand on them and to say, can you go down to the bank in a half hour and get that? Probably should have pushed it a little more, but I, I can see both points. We made a, a good connection with Adam's mutual friend. 
Uh, Adam's a good guy to have around, not only for Adam's security, but like he knows everybody. So when he came to pick me up at the card store to go together on this trip, he ran to his old high school football coach that was there talking to Phil. We go over, he knows this guy, he knows that guy. Kind of like Pelican was saying, I think in one of the uh, Husky sections is Adam's a pretty friendly dude. He had all the ladies around him at the time at college, and now he knows, he just knows everyone. So uh, find that person to network with, fellowship with, and, and make your life a little better. And we'll see how this plays out. I'm, I'm not sold on it. it's all uh, burnt bridges and, and all downhill, but I definitely went from a pretty high high to not a low low, but just kind of disappointment. You know, when you have more than you've made some years of your adult life coming in, in one, uh, one fell swoop, it, it was a pretty good adrenaline rush. I didn't sleep that night. And then uh, for it to come to naught, we'll see what happens. So, so you're saying we've dropped from the, the wind buffet to the Chakarama? Is that kind of what we're uh, I went from, so all my, all my friends um, were Red more lobster down to Sizzler. Much next time we were out to Wendover, which I still might do. Who knows? If the three grand comes through, that's more than enough for a buffet. The trucker special at the Red Garter? Yeah, all you can eat is spaghetti and uh, homemade sauce. Slots and ham down in the ski. Ah! The best special out there in Wendover is that uh, veteran special they have out there. Well, not all of us were active duty or served our country, so uh, we have to bring a friend to get that discount. Uh, hey, man, when, when he was leaving, Pelican knew. When he got deployed, like he knew what to do to take care of his, uh, you know, his needs, his necessity. His camel hump got filled. And, and one more thing. Um, from from the, the uh, Jerry Sloan estate, now the guy's down three uh, Don Shula autographed uh, pictures that I'm bequeathing and giving my good friend uh, Michael Painter. He's been a good friend throughout the years to me. Uh, I just wanted it says to Mike. Well, the, is this not crazy, though, that my favorite basketball coach has my favorite football coach. He's got an autograph to him, and it's addressed to me. It's, it's to Mike. To Mike Don Shula. Best, best, best regards. There's a, few, there's a few of those. I wasn't going to take the time to get them, uh, you know, validated and, and uh, pay for the autograph certification. But they were in the Jerry Sloan pile of, uh, they're like on Kodak film. So it's like a real uh, a real photograph with, uh, I think it's Jerry's boy, Michael, or cousin or something. But as far as my posterity will know, that is to me. So, to Mike. And that's, is that Jerry Sloan's handwriting on the back? I believe that's Bobby. Oh, okay. Either way, it's Coach Sloan, and as far as this thing, goes, I mean, you can, you can tell it however you want to tell it. But it will be told. There's a, there's a few pictures. You got some barn mold on that that I just want you to have the full. The well, full I appreciate experience. it. It's going to be framed. If I ever get a, a, a nice centerpiece like Adam up here, where I can display things proudly by hell, this is going up there with our picture. Uh, you know, picture of friends. Do we got anything else to address before we go to uh, to the break? That's a solid picture. Let's wrap up the Jerry Sloan. We get on that. Everybody got their, their three cents in? I I we're good. Like I said, this is the uh, Death Piles and Taxes podcast. This was the uh, 20G. We went well. We crashed and burned. We're still going to make it a uh, story that, that could have been. That still might happen. <laughs> That's great. Okay, well, welcome back to the second half of Death Piles and Taxes. You know, from the first part, Derek's had quite the interesting weeks, the ups, the downs. Um, the reseller life, right? You, you never know what's going to happen. So that was part one of uh, two stories that happened this week. Before we get to our second story, though, we need to take advantage of we got Mr. Painter in studio here, and uh, he's became somewhat of a, an eBay uh, you know, stalker, an expert. He's he's took over the niche of the wrestling cards and... <laughs> 
Um, do you want to share that story with with the listeners about how you uh, Skype in on this auction and you, you did it for resale purposes and just yeah, this whole process there. Yeah, so uh, so Derek, he's he's got me kind of started. Oh, probably in February is that January February timeframes when we first right. started you know looking at things and uh, I found a Hulk Hogan card. It's one of Derek's old Monty Gum style uh, Hulk Hogan cards. Awesome card. He's playing the guitar and things like that and. That kind of started the uh, the thing for me. I started bundling and doing that kind of thing and sniping. And this was off of Mercari. You know, I, I found that on Mercari. And uh, so I was like, well, there's got to be more things out there. And so I started, I dug into this rabbit hole. I, I dove in pretty pretty darn deep on eBay. And uh, turns out you can find a lot of things that aren't easy to find. <laughs> um because people aren't using those keywords that generally you're, you know, you're talking about Derek, you guys are always saying, you know, use the keywords to describe things. And anyway, this person had the, a 1982 wrestling all-stars, uh, the set, the complete set, uh, series a, there's 32 cards there and they had it listed, um, as a, as an auction and nobody was watching it at the, at the time. Um, so I, I actually waited, um, now, now for the listeners, we yeah. talk a lot of cards and, and, uh, not everyone's up on cards, and especially not a lot of people are up on pro wrestling cards. Yeah, so, no, that's true. So this this series is uh, considered the holy grail to a lot of us people that, that like the sports entertainment. So yeah, so I mean, kind of like Derek said, so it it's uh, it features uh, Hulk Hogan's rookie card. Um, it's a cool card. Who um, might be the Michael Jordan of pro wrestling? It probably is. Is the goat? Um, <laughs> the old Pringle man. Yeah, but so, <laughs> but, but uh. But it, it also includes a, a kind of a rare Andre the Giant uh, card. I, I don't know if it's considered Andre's rookie. He had some Japanese stuff, but it, it, for all intents and purposes, it's the, it's the, it's the card. <laughs> but, 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 like, literally, when he found this on eBay, this is like walking into the Goodwill and, and finding whatever item that you have seen. Literally, the holy grail mm-hmm. of whatever you do. The greatest. This is know. like, yeah, the Michael Jordan complete set of his rookie year, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, when I looked at comps before, Derek and I, you know, this is these were the holy grail. I mean, especially the Andre card, that's the one that we wanted to get. You know, we've been looking for that one all over the place. And uh, watched the auction, managed to watch it. I had timer set my phone, um, Pelican's. You know, smart. He he does recommend that you set timers and reminders in your phone, and uh, and I did that. So this Sunday evening, it seems like all the good auctions end on Sunday evening. I think that's smart. Smart. You know, guys are home; they don't want to go to work, so they're spending money. But uh, anyway, I started. now now before before you get too far into this, these cards are in good condition. In Very the, good. In the pop report, there is not a graded ten of the Hulk Hogan or Andre the Giant, mm-hmm. and uh, none exist. These look like they might possibly be in that when you yeah. look at them. I mean, let's, let's, and they're going for thousands in the condition of not perfect. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you get sevens and eights Hogan cards, and they're a couple thousand bucks, pretty easy. Andres are even more than that. Um, looking at these cards, though, I mean, I, I sent screenshots to Derek. I'm like, what do you think, dude? You know, the Hogan may be off center, but it's hard to tell because there's no real good cards of that one anywhere. And uh, it's like it, it's worth, you know, it's weight in gold. These cards. So uh, Sunday evening, I'm logged into my eBay account. Um, I make a, a small bid just to get me on the board. Uh, nobody's watching it. There's there's hardly anyone watching this, which is rare. I mean, there's no bids. There's hardly any watchers showing up. Uh, one thing leads to another. And I'm texting these guys. I'm like, 
it's going down. There may have been some explicits. <laughs> and I was watching. I got on. I was yeah, following. This was better than watching certain things in my life. Which, I mean, this had some drama built in, some anticipation. <laughs> when he's pulling the trigger, there's 10 seconds left. You see money start moving. Yeah, it's it was crazy. So, I mean, I, I did have, you know, probably that half hour early. Um, I had my max bid in. Um which was a sizable sum. We, we have, we're numbers placers. Don't a sizable sum. Oh, we're talking tens of hundreds of dollars. No, no. I uh, I actually I, I put my max bid as nine hundred dollars, which is still it's a sizable amount. Well, like, I, well, like I might have told the guy the other day, uh, that's a good sum of money at my house. Yeah, at my home. <laughs> so that, that pays for pizza. So so wife, I'm going to spend nine hundred dollars on wrestling cards. Yeah, so I just told her I was going all in. She had no clue, but she was she was kind of paying attention to the children. Sister in law was over, so they were talking, you know, and visiting. I'm sitting over on the couch, shaking. I didn't I, looking at my phone. I, I don't know if she what she was wondering what I was doing. But. Huge splits. Hey, I went up a dollar more that summer. It's like why's your phone beeping? I mean, what's what's going on over there? Why are you shaking? And uh, <laughs> is everybody yeah. okay? Yeah. So. Uh, one one thing leads to another though. I've got the whole group on the basically watching the uh, the eBay auction going off. Uh, maybe five seconds before the uh, the auction closes, I'm three hundred dollars under my max bid. No one's bidding on it. I'm feeling amazing. You know, it's at six hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm going to kill this. This is going to be great. This is college money here for the kids. You're basically robbing the line. I, I thought so. Uh, the clock struck one. <laughs> it was still at that number. It refreshes, and I'll be damned if that thing didn't jump to nine hundred dollars, and it showed me as the winner. So the, uh, the whoever it was, I guess, that was sniping or trying to, to also bid against me. Turns out there was only one other person. Uh, they had the exact same max bid as me, and where mine was in first, I was the winner. Um, I jumped, I screamed, I shook. You know, I mean, I, I haven't had that much adrenaline since I was playing high school sports or, or watching people play high school sports. Probably since I won that state tennis championship. <laughs> that was the, the last time I was that excited is when Derek and my younger brother Chris won the state doubles back-to-back um, in tennis. And, well, and anyway, well, yeah. So my question is for uh, those of us who aren't up-to-date on the bidding side of things, it said uh, you said that that guy's max bid matched yours, and because yours was in first, you win. Uh, so would good advice for the listeners be if you're going to make a max bid to make it not a round number, like would you have been smarter to go 901? Yeah, that probably. Yeah, I honestly, I was hoping that it didn't hit that 900 number because I was kind of like, that's a lot of freaking money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, literally five, ten minutes, well, I guess half hour, half hour before I was thinking my max was going to be in that eight range. And I was like, screw it, I'm going all in. And so I went nine and... I, I do think, though, that, yeah, going maybe a dollar or two dollars over the max is probably... If it, if it comes down to who got in first, and let's say there's more than just one other person, let's say there's 50 other people, mm-hmm. you don't know who got in first. I think if you go, you know, up a dollar or two from a, you know, not 950, but 951 or something like mm-hmm. that, I think that might give you an edge. Well, you were lucky because you found it early, and it was one of those hidden... Uh, if you don't use the right keywords, if you do some searching, you can find some real, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. some deals here because it's going to turn into... Uh, a lot of money for you, hopefully. But um, great tip there from Pelican. Yeah, yeah, Pelican. That's why we brought him in. <laughs> we only have the best on our show. We bring in the best, the big guns, experts. And uh, but a lot of people do the skyping, and what that is is you can set a program so you don't have to be like Mike watching your phone all day. Because some auctions end at three in the morning Australian time or whatever, right? So you can't be around it all the time. There's programs where you'll put in this is my high bid 
and go all in at, you know, 10 seconds left, 5 seconds left. So when you do the auctions, just know that the last probably 10 seconds is where all your action is going to be because everyone's trying to get that last big push in. Uh, so to Pelican's point, uh, if you're going to go all in, probably go, you know, what's going to hurt you, go 2 $3 extra to be that, you know, 350 rare, weird number mm -hmm. and end yeah. up winning versus there's 20 people that did 900 and you had to be the guy that did it, you know, right when the auction started, basically. So Yeah, and on the bet and the... The tough part was uh, I won this auction back in March, and then we, you know, we had the times, you know, things have hit. Trouble times. Trouble times. The world today. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, our good friends at PSA closed up shop, and so I've been sitting with these in my uh, in my safe for the last three months. And I want everybody to know that they uh, I received notification that they were delivered yesterday and received Ooh. by the good folks at the PSA. So. That was a big relief off my shoulders that's now in their hands. Uh, I so, feel good about that. So Mike's <laughs> taking the extra step. He could, he could flip this around and just oh, yeah. it as is and made a pretty good profit yeah, off Yeah, I think that. I could have doubled my money probably, at least. But he's taking the next step. He's going to get them graded, which per card, that, that adds up. He decided to go with the whole set. <laughs> yep, I did. And uh, what I, was I, the strategy behind the whole set? I don't know that there's a whole set out there that's been graded, or at least that I can see. Um, all the cards, but one is in pretty doggone good shape. I, I think there's going to be some nines and tens in the group, if not the Hogan and Andre for sure. Um, but my, my thought is the whole set's graded. They're there. I'm going to shoot for the stars as far as uh, the price. You know, I might list it for 15,000 bucks and see what happens. I'm, I'm, it's sunk cost already, so I'm, I'm in it for the long run now. So, again, I just want to kind of reaffirm how big a fine this is. This is like I mean, not everyone's into sports, but this is like walking into Goodwill and finding Bill Gates' original Apple computer. This is this <laughs> Steve is, Jobs, Bill Gates, Microsoft. Yes. But you're on the right path. Um, yeah. Sure. I'm not the computer guy. This is like walking into Goodwill and, and finding the Al Capone tax documents that got him implemented. Or even, even more. Jewelry. Yeah, even more. It's going on to eBay and seeing somebody has these and it's just listed it not very well. This is like finding... A, you know, the Larry, agent. No, Larry Miller's uh, Lexus for for a thousand dollars to you. What did you pay for that Lexus, Pelly? It's like it's like finding the last pair of shoes that Larry H ever wore. What? What? Why are you into that? Why are you into that Lexus on? Hey, we oh, don't uh, teams around these parts. Less than five. So. Like, less than five hundred bucks. See that guy? Yeah. He gets his five hundred. Yeah. Have <laughs> <laughs> you spent my, more my we get a windover than you did for this car? For for painter, so you said you took the the, the cards out of the safe. Yes. Did, did you put the guns back in afterward? There's always plenty of room for more. Oh, okay. I actually lost all my guns in a boating accident several years ago. So. <laughs> so if you got some scuba gear, I know a place where you can make some money. <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, in all honesty, I'd, I'd been looking though, and kind of like Derek said, I was down that rabbit hole, and uh, I. I the Andre, the Hogan, it's got a Ric Flair rookie card in it. Those alone, I mean, I can make a few thousand dollars, but where I want to, you know, add it all together, I think it'll be a it'll be a good opportunity. And I found another Hogan and Andre card the other day separately. Made a good bundle deal. Uh, you know, I talked to Derek's all about the bundle, and I, I talked to the guy, and then I think I got, well, I did. I got the, the Hogan, Andre, Iron Sheik, Sergeant Slaughter, you know, eight or nine of these cards for basically the price that a guy paid for a hotel. I've never owned one of these cards, and every time I find one, I, I chat up with the guy, and he said, oh, those cards just sold, and then I, I know who they went to. 
So I've created my own uh, my own worst enemy in a nightmare here. But this guy can deep dive. He's found some things that are just, uh, I mean, for what we're doing, pretty amazing. The apprentice has well worked past the master. Uh, he's, he's good at what he does. And uh, so he sent him into PSA. Hopefully they come back with some high grades. And like he said, he's going to put them up as a bundle package of, you know, 15 grand or nothing. And there's going to be people out there that want this Hogan and Andre card bad enough that they will buy the whole set. <laughs> Um, at this price, whether they want the rest of the cards or not, so I'm 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 giddy. I'm pretty excited about it yeah. for for Mike. And when everything was going down, I was, you know, I was excited. My wife couldn't figure out what was going on. I tried to explain it to her, and she, you know, thought we were on on crack. But so, same with my wife. Yeah, I'm just like Mike just got the home the home run. He got the Andre card. He got the Hogan. And she's like, oh, that's nice. That's yeah. Exactly. I don't understand why you're excited, well, but I'm like, no, this is rare. Okay, yeah, I've yeah. heard that before. Well, and see, and then my wife's sweetheart. Uh, she, as, I, as I win this auction, she goes, you won? And she was all excited for me, and, and she gets the notifications on eBay because we do the eBay thing together. Uh, and she goes, well, how much did you, oh, my hell, you paid eight, $900 for these cars. And, it okay. and her sister's there looking at me like I got three eyes and a horn. So, I mean, this is bad. Pro, pro, pro wrestling cards. <laughs> so, I mean, if I wasn't already an extra, I mean, a did social they, outcast, by hell, I am not. I, did, I, did they throw up? Did you say, well, there's free shipping? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I mean, and that, that also was a nerve-wracking thing. So, I, you know, I reached out to Derek. I'm like, what do I do when I talk to this guy? I mean, he's offered free shipping, and I mean, He's like, you talk to this man and make sure he packages this like it is the cure to Corona. And and I basically quoted him <laughs> verbatim, and he said, don't worry, dude, it will be. And it wasn't bad packaging. I mean, he, lots of bubble wrap. So I, I see an Andre the Giant card here for 99 cents. Do you think I can flip that for 15 grand? Good investment, good investment. Di- different card. <laughs> <laughs> which, is a, which is a good point. I mean, there, there's a lot of different um, spectrums of cards, especially when you get into it. There's a lot that are real. Uh, Derek and I had an opportunity this week. We, we can't quite get into it because it's a whole other story, learning about fakes and reals. Well, this one says right a little bit, though. No, Adam's got some time. I've got some some, uh, some prior obligations that I have to take care of, or this will be the last podcast ever. <laughs> I, I, I brought a magnifying glass to a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story, so um, we'll get into that next time. But I, I want to go over some actually deep dive and a tip. is I actually sent in my first own grouping of uh, cards to PSA this week. Um, again, Derek, he's been, he's been quite the... Uh, um, facilitator he's allowed us to piggyback off of what he's been doing we've been able to just give him cards and he took care of it i just want you guys to get this backpack i mean they used to give you books i can't wait till i get the backpack i'm still waiting on my magazine to get here oh i got one yesterday i should have brought it oh man so so derek he informed me like hey this isn't just like you give them to me and i do the work for you you know Hey man, I found some cards. Can you send it off? You know, I was getting to the point where you guys were pretty serious at first, facilitate whatever. But you're getting to the point where you can't wait on me to, to have your stuff ready. And uh, Painter had this big lot of, of these wrestling cards. And when you sign up, depending what level you go, you get that 15 free listings, and it's a lot faster than, yeah. than the slow boat. I knew he was looking to flip. I don't want him held up waiting for 15 grand for Derek to get him in and get him back. You know, half a year from now. So, so I signed up for the for, for the PSA Platinum account. Mm-hmm. It was two hundred fifty dollars. Um, again, that's a tax write off. Make sure your accountant understands that it was a membership fee. It'll go listed on your tax return. Um, so I, I bought that, and it gave me fifteen items to uh, to send off. Um, so you have to go into the PSA report. You type in the name of the card. It auto populates. Um, 
Beer's getting warm. <laughs> okay. Dawkins got some things to take care of. Um, so anyways, I, I had a chance to uh, learn how to submit these cards. It, it's actually, it, it wasn't as hard as you thought, but it is some, it, there's a slight learning curve. Um, you got to do that. So, and again, I learned after the fact, I had two different groups and I sent them as two different groups. I had my 15 free mm-hmm. and then I had some other ones that were more. Because um, depending on the time of the year, the specials, it was $20 a card. And that was a little bit more than what I thought. We'll see. So, I mean, I've got a stack to, you know, from here to the ceiling that I want to send off to get graded. But, I again, I only took in some others. I took in some Jordan cards, some other things. And I got that order ready. And then Derek says, hey, have you seen the GOAT special? And I went, well, what are you talking about? The GOAT special is you can send in all of your Jordans for $10 a card, and I'd already grouped some of this other thing, so I'm like, ah, crap, i got to find some more Jordans. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. We always got to find more Jordans. If anyone's got any Michael Jordan cards that they want to send to Derek, he'll he'll take them free of charge. I'll pay shipping, no problems, no questions asked. Um, (laughs) I'm kind of an expert on the Michael Jordan rookie card, as of the story that we'll tell next week, and uh, fakes fakes are out there, and they're, they're pretty clever, but... Uh, Michael, you you had your own package as well. Everything yeah. smooth with that. Yeah, yeah. So I shipped two packages or two orders in the same package. It, like Adam, you know, I, I sent my twelve, my high end one. So my two Hogan's and Andres, they all went in that one. And then I, you know, I had my fifty economy cards that I sent else otherwise. So uh, before I'll get the whole set up, it'll I'll be out a little ways. But yeah, it's 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 quite an interesting thing. It sounds like you know some of us changed since Derek. You know, we used to just dump everything on Derek, and he'd send every card. And now you kind of break them up by years and things. So, yeah, that's always it's always changing. It's like everything. I mean, eBay changes things. Uh, you know, everything evolves. So um, I also wanted to bring up really fast that Facebook. I don't know if you you guys have seen this. Uh, they're going to start their own. Uh, you can have a store on Facebook, basically. So I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent for eBay's future, but they're not going to charge any fees. Uh, Facebook's based off ads, so they're just trying to find more things to put ads on, basically, for people to join. I know Pelkin's not on the Facebook. He's one of the rare rare cats not on that. He's a different breed of, breed of guy. But So if you're not on the Facebook, are you are you on the gram? Are you hitting Twitter? Are you playing with TikTok? What are you, what are you doing to get your social media outlet? I have no social media. No TikTok. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Facebook intrigues me just because, like, I wonder if some people are still alive, but I really don't care that much. Uh, and then, uh, no, I, I, I'm out of the social media. I guess Strava. Strava is my social media. That's that's a uh, an app for people who are trying to get out of the Husky section. I'm not quite out yet, but app too, Pelican. <laughs> my painter's not a fan of that, but um, but anyways, they, they've got a partnership. Uh, there's a there's a thing called ThreadUp that just did a big merger with uh, Walmart. Walmart, yeah. So that's gonna be on Walmart.com. So there's a lot more opportunities for resellers. Um, I, I found with my jazz stuff going locally on uh, the marketplace of Facebook's been nice. If they allow you to open up a store, that could be it's a pretty good potential, and it could be a, a big deal for eBay if a lot of people can you know list their stuff on there, be able to ship and not have fees. So that's something to keep an eye on. I know we've been kind of heavy on uh, on sports and uh, you know friend stories going back in this episode. Hope, hope the listeners have enjoyed it. If nothing else, I have. Um, we're, we're making records. We've always talked about writing a book. And this is the audio version because, as Pelican knows, my writing skills are subpar, um, but I can talk with the best of them. I guess uh, as we close it up, anyone got anything else they'd like to address to the group before we move on to uh, be known in infamy forever on the uh, the podcast? Pelican, first time, long time. Happy to have you here. 
Anything to add on here at the end? Are you good? Uh, just just so proud to be associated with such fine gentlemen. You can uh, you can follow Derek on the the Instagrams or the the Twitters. He's going to start getting better at that. He promised. You can follow me on the Strava, Scott Wallace, South Ogden, Utah. Just on the grinder, Pelican. <laughs> no comment. No comment there, <laughs> Mr. Painter. Anything else uh, besides that comment for? No, no. I, I'm privileged to be here, and uh, I appreciate all the good feedback you guys give me. You guys help us out with the stores, and I hope that uh, the listeners get that too. If, if anything, it's been fun. It's a it's an enjoyable thing. So we hope that you're um, getting into it with the group. We have a text group with our friends. Um, start doing the same thing. I mean, we have learned a lot over the past year, and if anything, we we've come closer. Um, I'll just, you know, I believe, and again, I'll take credit for it because it's what I do. Um, this text group started when Gordon Hayward broke his foot. It was one of the most... I gruesome. respectfully disagree. <laughs> well, of course, again, this is my podcast. Next time you get your own podcast, you can tell the story from your view. From where he sits. From where he sits, but from where I sit, that's when it really kind of started again. So get involved. You did, you did send a funny meme of Peter Griffin with a broken leg when Gordon Hayward got hurt, yes. But and I started that thread. The text thread started when I asked if anybody remembered a certain instance that happened at the lunch table, and it turns out that everyone I thought was our friends on that text thread, there may have been an imposter on that thread. Oh, yeah, uh, fake Trevor Hooper. <laughs> no, that, that, that is not true. We can go back. There was a, a one before, prior to that, but that's only circumstance. So get us all. Gordon Hayward started our, our, our text Gordon, Gordon State Hayward, broken foot. What, we owe Gordy a lot. The, the records. Um, but get involved. Like, just talk about it. Like, just bringing up different things. Um, you know, I'm, we're uh, a podcast about eBay. We're also about, you know, learning from others. Um, we went through a text thread. I'm doing a uh, refinance on my house right now is something we brought up in our text thread. We're all about helping each other, and that's kind of what the, the goal of this podcast really is. Yeah, help each other out. Mike Painter, like, thank you for my copper coin that you presented. Yeah, I'm a big copper guy. You guys keep rubbing copper. And, uh, and two things in life are certain, Pelican. What are they? Death piles and taxes. Beep.